The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached strike point. Webmaster Radio stretches its microphones across the Atlantic to bring you Strike Point. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Point. <laughs> Welcome to Strike Point, and uh, today's host is Miguel Demip, and not Dave Naylor, because he went on vacation, as we talked about last week. But with me today, I have Jason Duke, another great Brit, as some of you may know as Jason D. And welcome, Jason. Hi, Mikkel. How are you? I'm good. And you sound good and clear today. That makes a fine change. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, I got Jason with me today, and we're going to talk about a whole lot of uh, stuff as usual. And um, as some of you may know, Jason is a very technical guy, even more than I am. So we're probably going to dig into some of more interesting technical aspects of the great joy of SEO. <laughs> so um, we put together a little agenda for you today. Um, actually, we're going to follow up on a question we had uh, last time, because I think it's an interesting discussion all the time how Google is maybe and maybe not getting better at filtering out all kinds of auto-generated crap. Uh, this user that I talked to, he tends to think so. I'm not so sure, and we discussed it a little bit last time, but it'll be interesting to hear Jason's uh, point of view on um, some of this as well. And we have a small follow-up also on the Cremate blog campaign that we talked about last time. Uh, apparently, it was a hoax which is kind of interesting. Or maybe it is, or maybe it isn't. We don't know, but we're going to talk a little bit about it. And uh, then um, the results of uh, Google and Yahoo's third quarter uh, just came out, and there's some interesting numbers there. Not the least the fact that apparently Google now has 25% of all online advertising. Whoa, that's a lot of money and uh, a lot of reach. So we're um, going to be talking about that. And, of course, we're going to go into the whole gaming industry and what's going on there, because a lot of things are going on. As you probably know, there was some changes in U.S. legislation that uh, has led to a quite dramatic change in that market. And what is going on? We're going to talk about that in um, just a few minutes. And then um, we got the hack of the week. And, of course, bringing on Jason today, we had to have that. <laughs> Hey, so Michael, be it, careful there. It's, uh, we'll, we'll discuss the hacks of the week <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> in a hypothetical manner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course it is. We've got to stick to the disclaimer. Anyway, um, we're going to take a quick commercial break and be right back with you. So hold on for a few minutes and uh, we move on. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break, only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> it's all about links, baby. 
Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, TextLinkAds.com. For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Once a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media, PR Web was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct-to-consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PR Web has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PR Web is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PR Web is here to help. You thrive in the marketplace and the media. PR Web. Wow, looks like you caught another one. Yeah, thanks. That uh, makes 23 so far. You're kidding me. I haven't caught a thing yet. Really? Well, what kind of bait are you using? Same as you. Well, then maybe it's where you're fishing. What do you mean? Well, if you want to catch fish, don't throw your line out in the middle of a big lake. Take a smart look around for where the fish congregate, like over by this log. So I just have to look smart, huh? That's right. It's all about fishing where the fish are. Learn how you can fish where the fish are. Go to signup.looksmart.com. Signup.looksmart.com. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Welcome back to StrikePoint with your host today, Jason D. and Mikkel Dimit. And I think we're going to jump right into it and start with a bit of a little funny thing. We're not going to spend too much time on that, but last time we talked about this uh, cremate um, block campaign that they were apparently running for McDonald's. And if you hold on just a second, I can uh, post the link in the chat room. Uh, so everybody knows what we're talking about. But you can go to cremate.com and, and check it out. Um, apparently this week... There was some news coming out that uh, McDonald's don't know anything about this campaign, <laughs> or at least that's what they say. So um, now they, they, they claim they're trying to get in contact with this company, apparently coming out of South Korea or something, and they can't really, uh, <laughs> they can't really get a hold on them or anything. But um, it, it doesn't make it less interesting. Uh, last time we talked about how, how, um, how this could actually work for you to, um, to gain Cheap links. They, they they apparently wanted to pay ten bucks uh, if you wrote anything about McDonald's in your blog and link back uh, using this uh, trackable link. Um, it still it still sounds to me like like a pretty good idea. Um, ten bucks for a McDonald's link is probably you know pretty good. Um, but now that McDonald's claimed they didn't have anything to do with it, uh, I'm just uh, uh, thinking. Well, it's still a good idea, but maybe it was just a very very good. Piece of link bait for cremate. <laughs> I don't know. You only took a look at it today, right, Jason? 
Yeah, just taking a look at it, I've, uh, I'm afraid I've caught a bit behind on the podcast. Uh, I know you've chatted about this before. I've got to say, I think it's a superb idea. It's wonderfully executed. And you know what? If it's McDonald's paid for it and it was some PR for them, well done to them. And if it wasn't, even greater well done by the cremate guys and girls. Um, yeah. The links that they've gained through it, the publicity, the PR in both senses of the word. Excuse my dog barking in the background there. Um, the PR in both senses of the word has, has been a well-executed, what we now call a link bait campaign. Um, I really do take my hat off those guys. And you know what? I like McDonald's. It tastes good. I like high cholesterol, high fat. And hell to all those other problems with them out there. <laughs> yeah. So, as I was saying, it was just kind of funny, uh, and we, 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 we don't want to spend too much time on that anyway, but it was, it was pretty funny, and it's, it's definitely clever from, from Cremate, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that those guys, whoever they are, have got a lot of good jobs lined up for them. <laughs> oh, this was, this right. was an, a funny execution. Anyway, um, we were talking about uh, last time we had this, uh, this question coming up, and it comes up uh, in different forms uh, constantly with me at the moment. A user's asking about... Um, they feel that Google has somehow become better at filtering out all kinds of auto-generated crap that you produce if you have fun doing that kind of stuff. And I know you played around that uh, that game as well, Jason. So um, yeah, I, there's, I mean, there's some rumours around that, that I, I do some auto-generated content. So what, when I heard about this question, I thought it was only fair and right to run an experiment. So a few billion blogs later. Um, uh, and some stuff. Where I, w I wanted to see if they're filtering it out. You know what the answer is, Mickle? I'm sure you know the answer. I'm sure <laughs> lots of other spammers out there are aware of uh, the answer. Not saying you're a spammer, of course. But did they filter it out? Yes, of course they do. Did they filter all of it? Hell no. Do they know what's auto-generated content since their Big Daddy update? I'm sure they do, but the algorithm doesn't take that into place too much. Um... I just think that the user that's uh, uh, getting sites banned for auto-gen stuff hasn't got some very good auto-generation content software. Yeah, because that's the other side of, of auto-generated crap, as I just call it now, because a lot of the, the auto-generated stuff that, that I see coming out now is, now is, is actually not, not bad. I mean, we, we talked about this before, that, that just because it's auto-generated doesn't make it bad. Uh, I mean, search engines are auto-generated, but they are very useful. Uh, Google News is a completely automated uh, news site, and, it, and a lot of people like it. it. It, you know, you can discuss whether it's good or bad, but it, it, it's, it's definitely of a high quality. And there are tons of other websites that are completely automated, uh, collecting information like uh, shopping portals, comparison sites, all kinds of sites that are totally auto-generated, uh, auto but are really good. So, so oh, I agree. I agree entirely with you, Demi. When you gave the example that I always give as well of Google News, um, if you look around and have a look at the sites that are out there, many, many of them are generated by computer algorithm. Um, an example of one that isn't, that's user-generated in conjunction with an algorithm, would be something like um, Big. It would be something like Delicious. It's user-generated content. Why do they rank? Well, of course, they get lots of links. Why do Google News rank for its own sort of stuff? It, it gets lots of links because it's popular. Um, the content, though, is put together by an algorithm and collated and collected from various sources. The 
there, it comes back to the, the autogen content. Is it duplicate? Well, semi, maybe, yes, no, depends on where it comes from. That may be uh, a position that someone's uh, thinking about, um, why that a site may not be uh, uh, within the engines anymore when they're doing their site commands. Maybe something else completely, of course. Um, but automatically generated sites isn't necessarily a bad thing. Auto-generated sites, whether at the crap, crap level, the stuff that I've got some experience in, um, can and does rank as well. Yeah, and 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 and, but but you know, there's there's, you know, if you look at look at the whole scope of auto-generated uh, content, you have uh, uh, the pure crap that we at least some of us has been playing around with, and, and as you say, that that can rank as well. And then you have uh, all the kind of, of um, sites that pull together different kind of information, like comparison sites, Google News, or anything like that. But then another another uh, kind of auto-generated content that, that I'm beginning to see more is also various kinds of real computer-generated content that are unique page by page. It can be done by a ton of different ways. Some of what people have been playing around with for some time is is, um, is Markov chains, and you probably yeah. been playing playing with that as well. And I think it's fair to say that uh, Markov is uh, philosophy rather than an algorithm. I think would be a better way of saying it. It is um, super, um, it, it, and I'll try and explain it in as plain English as I can. Mar- Markov is a way of trying to look at lots of data. Or, or and putting and saying what's normal about that data and then replicate normality. We're speaking in this context about uh, Markov being used to generate words, um, but the principles behind it can be used for absolutely anything. If you wanted to understand what a linking pattern was, a normal linking pattern, visit the linked data, tell it how to understand that, and it will tell you what a normal linking pattern could be. I know we're getting way off course here. But, uh, and it's used most often in um, uh, in content gen- in our business anyway for content generation. But it is unique content. It does not breach any copyright because it's unique and designed by your computer algorithm. And uh, you know what? Quite often you read it and you think that's not a computer generated crap thing. It's done by a person or a group of people or whatever. Um, can the search engine pick it out? Well, the search engines have hundreds, thousands collectively of very, very clever people working for them. But if it passes the the Turing test, but the real world Turing test of, if I look at it and I'm not sure if it's generated by a human with a uh, with a pen and written down, or if it's generated by a computer algorithm, what chance has another computer algorithm got of trying to understand that? Yeah, and and. and uh... And as I always point, try to point out, is that the fact that that uh, if 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 you look at the quality of writing on the web in general, and I'm not talking about auto-generated stuff, but the stuff that real people actually write, the quality of that, the the linguistic quality, the the grammar and the spelling and everything, you know, if you take that into account, and the and the, and the raw uh, reading quality of the writing is not that high. <laughs> you know, most of the you know what you know, the, you know what most of the, People write crap. Yes, it's as simple do. as that. And 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 so writing an, a, a computer program <coughs> that can auto generate stuff for you doesn't have to be uh, like like huge great novels or anything. It just has to compete with what is already on the web, and that's not a very high quality. 
No, you better believe it. It's uh, as I say that there's some real good fashioned, good old fashioned crap out there, and uh, and the stuff that the algorithms, the computer, the Markov, the scrapes, the combinations, the mixes, however you want to word it, that they can quite easily match that crap. Not always, because there's really some low, 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 low quality crap out there, as well as the good crap. Um, and then uh, uh, and finding the one that the balance between these various areas um, is the stuff in the middle, and the stuff in the middle ranks for and delivers and results and information um, for quite often those sort of medium-term phrases. I'm just doing some uh, uh, basic analysis here at the moment. I'm trying to see if I can find something that ranks for a phrase um, written by a human and seeing how well the content's written. I'm having some troubles, though, so I'd be grateful if anyone in the uh, chat room Give me a URL for something that ranks for a phrase worth looking at. Uh, and in the meantime, I'm going to pass back to you, Michael. Um, uh, and I'd love to know what you think and what you think is the way to stop. If you need to stop auto-generated content, not necessarily crap stuff, is it right to stop auto-generated content being in a search engine algorithm? No, I, 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 as I said, you know, it, 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 some of that content can, can be valuable I mean, it, it, there's no discussion that a, that a site like uh, Google News can be valuable uh, to some. Uh, there's no no doubt that that a, a, a shopping comparison or product comparison site can be useful, and and there's no doubt that that a site that pulls together different kind of information from feeds or whatever and put it up in a way that makes your daily life easier can be useful. So so I don't think you can say that auto-generated content uh, is not is, is not useful. Of course. The things you throw up using Markov change or any any pure algorithmic or, or mathematical uh, methods of of combining words or numbers or characters into something uh, that that works for ranking is of course not uh, uh, um, of course not increasing the, the 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 quality of the web as a whole. But 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 then again, you know. Um, uh, Maybe maybe it's not always your responsibility to to um, increase the quality of the web or whatever great uh, uh, ambitions you can have. Um, maybe your responsibility is to to make money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with what you're saying. And I've just thrown up in a chat room a readability score of po- www.poker.com has ranked consistently, and I'm sure it was will um, for poker. And um, if you look at that, there's a couple of algorithms in there: bottom fog, flesh, and flesh cancade which describes that the content on that page, human-written content, is written for the age of about a nine, nine-and-a-half grader, shall we say. Use that and, gen- and use that tool there. It's one of the ones on my science. It's fairly available. been out there forever. Um, compare that to some auto-generated stuff. It gives uh, an algorithmic look at the um, how readable the content is. You'll find that there's a lot of uh, uh, generated stuff, auto-generated stuff, reads, in an algorithmic manner, better than a lot of the human crap that we put together as people. And I'll tell you what, as a person, and as a person who writes occasionally, I don't have to write some shit. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, coming coming back to whether uh, Google can, can, can filter this, this out uh, or any other engine can filter this out, truly, of course, Google is getting better at always getting better trying to identify what is valuable to their search users and what is not valuable to their search users. But I don't think you can say it as black and white that they filter out more automated content. I think 
what they're doing is just trying to filter out any content that they don't think is 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 um, is helping their users. So so um, I guess that's about it. And uh, and and on the other hand, the quality of the automated content are getting so much better that that. Um, Maybe maybe it even outrules the what, what Google is doing. <laughs> no, I, I think you're right, Michael. I'm just looking at the time zone. I just want to give you a nudge because I think it may be time within a second or two to throw some adverts out there. What do you think, Michael? I think we should uh, run the commercials and uh, turn back in a few minutes. So hold on. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break, only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> Welcome to the Daily Search Pass. Meanwhile, Bill Gates says MSN Search will more than match Google in terms of relevancy. Cranking up that relevancy, it's and if they can't, he will kill everybody at Google. <laughs> No, that's not funny. And he's going to hire Kai Fu Lee. <laughs> yeah. Kai Fu Lee wants you. Yeah, baby. The Daily Search Cast with Danny Sullivan. Now, five days a week. Monday through Thursdays at 11.30 a.m. Eastern, 8.30 a.m. Pacific. Fridays catch the week in review as we play back all four of this week's shows at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that Value Click Media had netted Fast Click, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BanazRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. You've got to work with Value Click Media. I got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry, we'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit Value Click Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details value click media friend finder friend finder the world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as passion.com and fastcupid.com represents enormous profit making opportunities for webmasters just like you with friend finders ability to geo target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet wallet Get more traffic maximizing details now at friendfinder.com. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at revenuedirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With Revenue Direct's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at revenuedirect.com. It's that easy. Revenue Direct. Make more money. Period. With over 30,000 clients and eight years of experience, West Host is not your basement hosting company. Starting at $3.95 a month, West Host offers the lowest price virtual private server technology in the industry, yet they don't sacrifice their world-class data center or superior 24-7 client support. Sign up at westhost.com today and get the hosting technology and real support your business needs at prices you can't find from other hosts. Westhost.com. That's westhost.com. W-E-S-T. HOST.com. When you expect more from your web host. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. 
We are back again with StrikePoint. Jason D. and Miguel Dimit this time. Uh, if you just turned into the show, Dave Naylor is away on vacation, but he will be back next week, he promised. Hopefully a lot more happy than he was last Monday. It seems that uh, Dave had really, really bad Mondays. Uh, my really bad day is usually Tuesday, as we talked about last week. I don't know about you, Jason. Oh, my, my days are actually quite easy, um, but the bad ones come when I wake up and I've had no sleep due to uh, the young baby, my young daughter, um, throwing up on me during the night at three, four, five, six in the morning. I'm sure you remember those days well, Mickle. I do, I do, but it's, it's actually not too bad now. He, he's good, the little one, and uh, the bigger one is, of course, sleeping in, so that's good. I'm good. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think we should talk a little bit about um, the results that came out uh, from Yahoo and Google's first quarter, and uh, the fact that, that Google apparently now have approximately 25% of all advertising, online advertising, that is, of course. Um, that is a very, very high reach I would say. Uh, what is your your in what is your comment on that? Oh, I've got to agree with you entirely. You've got to take your hat off to those boys and girls over at the Plex. A quarter Definitely. of every pound, dollar, euro, yen, uh, ruble spent online is spent with those guys. Um it's amazing business, um and they truly do deserve the success that they've got. You know, when Google first floated I was saying to myself Publicly as well, actually. Now nah, forget Google. They're way overpriced at that offering. It's just not going to work. How wrong was I, Michael? Yeah, well, it's it's it, they definitely do have something going for themselves. That's for sure. And and the fact is still that that I don't have the exact numbers, but it's something like twenty twenty five percent of the users' attention that are now spent online versus TV. But it's about four percent of the total advertising budgets that are spent online versus the the ninety six percent offline. So I'm pretty sure that it, you know we're still going to see a huge growth, and that's what everybody expects a huge growth in in the online uh, advertising market over the next years. And if Google can hold on to 25% of all that growth, <laughs> that stock is probably still going to go up. <laughs> oh, it sure is. There was actually a post over on uh, Threadwatch from someone I respect very, very much and has been around in the business for many years, R.C. Jordan, who I know you know well, Mickle. Yeah. Um, he, and unfortunately, I've just moved into the garage to get away from my barking dog, um, and I've lost my internet connection. So, uh, But, but I'm sh- I believe he said something along the lines of most of that growth that Google has seen in, in dollar spend has been from one particular Italian ringtone company. Um, now, the other major players in the uh, pay-per-click marketplace, Yahoo Search Marketing's one, took a conscious decision um, not to take that company on as a client. So they may have missed out there. Because in comparison, obviously, uh, Yahoo's quarter, third quarter results came out as well. And... Uh, they're not quite as make quite as good reading. Although their stock went down, their their turnover went up, but the profits it was pretty flat, wasn't it? Yeah, I didn't I didn't have to have time enough to to look uh, into all the details of the numbers yet. But um, yeah, I mean it, it definitely looks like not only are Google doing good and they're doing better than Yahoo, but they're also gaining reach. They're also gaining uh, share. 
I think there's two things to look at here. One, what the what we call over here the city boys, the stock market analysts, for whatever market look at, they, they they're going to be looking at primarily the bottom line numbers, whereas. You, I, and other people with search industry experience and knowledge will go, what is the market share? How are they doing? What's the presentation like of those results? Are the results any good? Now, I think it can be fair to say that in quite a few marketplaces, Yahoo's doing better in their algorithms than Google are. Admittedly, Google's doing better in other marketplaces and has expanded in uh, ways that Yahoo has been almost since its inception the so-called the dirty word of portal. But uh, they're making the bucks. You can't take that away from them. Both of the companies are making the money. It's just that Google's stock goes up and Yahoo's goes down. Um, I don't profess to know a thing about big company stocks and shares, but uh, if the, the Yahoo stock continues to go down, um, I personally think it would be a good buy. Um, looking forward, the, the Google bubble will burst in the, as the stock market, darling. Um, but again, please don't take this as financial advice because I'm someone that knows absolutely fuck all about these sorts of things. I'm not going to give any financial advice at all because I don't know anything about that. But I do, <laughs> I do truly think that uh, Yahoo is going to stay along for, for, around for a long time. Uh, it, it, you know, they, they've been struggling uh, a long, long time, and they, they have a lot of experience. They're going to stay around. And the fact that this market is still going to grow so dramatically um, leaves them with quite a, a very, very interesting uh, position to have. They're not small. <laughs> so I don't do that. But, you know, it's, it's, from, a, from an advertiser point of view and um, from a, a publisher's point of view, both, I'm not sure, you know, on one side, I like Google being very dominant because it makes it easy for me as, uh, to set up things and, 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 and profit in, in various ways. On the other hand, it also makes me nervous because, it, you know, in some markets, they're, they're dominating not only on, on pay-per-click advertising but also on uh, contextual uh, distributions. So um, you're, you're right, but by the nature of the business... Um, if people want to use them, um, it's hard, if not impossible, to make them change their mind. Excuse the barking in the background there. That's just my little who's uh, happy to see me. But uh, I'm locking myself away in a different room, and hopefully you'll uh, stop barking now or just not realise I'm here. Anyway, sorry, Michael, you were saying, mate. Uh, well, I only have chickens, and they all be- went to bed. <laughs> 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 Fortunately, I don't have any noise going on except for myself. <laughs> yeah, well, we can't have it always. I don't live in a perfect home, um, but but I love my little puppy, and uh, it would be nice occasionally to have some peace and quiet. This isn't one of those times. Silly, uh, as they say. <laughs> anyway, um, it's interesting to see uh, what's what's going to happen there. Uh, at least, I mean, uh, the market that I know about, uh, Gould has been having a, a terribly good year. <laughs> Say it like that. They 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 they've been been just eating up more and more of the market uh, in, in in Scandinavia and uh, seems to be doing a pretty good job in terms of um, of sales here. Now we just need uh, in a market like like the Danish market, Scandinavian markets. We we could use use a little more competition. <laughs> uh, we could, but I also say good luck and congratulations to boys and girls at the Plex. Hard graft they've put in, they've got there. Let them carry on while they can. 
hey, who knows who the next guy will be? Who's the next Google? That's the question. Not are Yahoo going to beat them next time, but who is the next search engine company? There's someone out there. Um, it will happen. It's just who, when, and, uh, and where. Yeah, and, and that's what, what, what most people, or a lot of people at least, still forget is that everything will go away. Everything will die. We will, you know, nothing lasts forever. And that's a historical fact. You know, even, and I'm not going to go into religious discussion or anything, but even religions go away. You know, most, most religious people, of course, won't, won't admit their religion is going away, and it's probably not going to happen tomorrow. But historically, everything goes away. There's been nothing in the history of the world that's been consistent. Mikkel, I'm just reading between the lines here. Are you trying to say that Google's running a cult? The cult of Google. <laughs> Google is not going to stay around for forever. You know, but they, they may stay around for the next 50 years or 100 years or 200 years. I don't know, but nothing stays around forever. Anybody who works with scammy sites know that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, you've actually, they say there's two things that friends should never speak about. Religion and politics. And I'll tell you what, in a moment, let's talk about politics and the new game and legislation. Yeah, let's do that. I think we should actually move into that right now. Uh, we got a few more minutes before we got to break off for, for another commercial. Okay. So well, that um, sounds good for me. We were talking about. We wanted to talk about uh, what's uh, going on in the online gaming industry, and that's uh, at least one that uh, we both been playing around in, Jason. So, uh, what's your what's your stake in this? Well, it, I'm going to be honest. It really caught me by the short and curlies, as they say. Um, I personally, will knew about this potential legislation. I didn't think it was actually going to happen. I thought it was a lot of talk, a lot of shouts, and after the midterm elections in the US, it was going to disappear. I was wrong, and so were many, many, many other people. Um, caught me not necessarily unawares, but unprepared, for sure. Um, it has knocked off a whole continent in practice um, from playing and working in a business online. Um, but the disappointment is that one area that the legislation could have clarified, it hasn't, which is, is online gaming and some specific versions of that, whether it be casino, poker, bingo, etc. Are they legal or illegal at a state level? It has not said that. Um, and that's the one good thing that could have come out of the marketplace. There's been shares of companies, most of them listed over here, because our gambling legislation is quite liberal comparable to uh, the rest of the world that's here in the UK. The two big guys, um, Party Gaming and Triple Eight, both publicly traded companies over here, their shares took a hammering. If I remember rightly, I think Triple um, Eight lost about half of their value on the stock market and uh, Party Poker a touch more than that. Um, we're talking billions upon billions of dollars lost overnight. Paper money, admittedly. And that's something I think that... Uh, and if everyone should remember it, it's sort of paper money. Um, it wasn't real. It was the share price. The fear, of course, was what, what happens? The, the, the uh, uh, directors, if they were to get on a plane, were they to be arrested when they touch down in the US? Aren't they breaking the law? Um, but wh where the law's actually done is to say that it's the fact that the onus of money transfers to do with gambling online specifically is that the financial institutions can't pay that money out. I do not know how in a million years that the financial institutions around the world 
can say this is a transaction to do with a gaming, uh, a gambling uh, 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 um, issue, or not. Um, I think they've got something like six months or so to come up with an idea and uh, um, to work out what, what's going on. But what, what do you think, Michael? How can they tell what is a gamble and what isn't? Whether that be online, offline, or any other way? I'm not sure about that, but but um, but that's one thing of it. The other thing is how's the how's the, the, the business uh, going to react? Because as far as I can see, from from an affiliate point of view, most of the big players in the U.S. market have kind of uh, pulled the plug, right? Oh, so well, most of them have, not all of them. Now the ones that haven't, um, I'm not going to mention any names, but the ones that haven't either have extremely large testicles or are very very stupid. Now, which I don't know, but I do know they've either got, as I say, they've got, they've got balls of steel. They don't care about the U.S. power around the world. They don't care about the possibility or ability to be arrested. They don't care about their bank accounts being frozen. Or they know something that every other company that operates in the marketplace doesn't. And which... I don't know, but most of the companies around the globe that operate into gambling, whether it be poker, whether it be sports betting, whether it be casinos, whether it be bingo, they said, okay, let's stop. We're not operating with the U.S. anymore. We're, we're suspending our share trading with their public companies. We're going bust, some of them. Um, but let's not forget the actual gaming companies themselves. What about the financial companies, the guys that transfer the money? Because the onus of enforcing this new legislation falls upon them. NetTiller, one of the biggest in the gaming industry, most of their business is through uh, the transfer of this, the money to do with gambling online. How's it going to affect them? Are they going to continue? Remember, these aren't American companies. Um, what, what will happen going forward? How are they going to fight back against it? Will they come up with an answer? Will they not come yeah, up with an answer? Yeah, and how are they going to fight uh, uh, outsiders? Because, uh, um, I mean, if, 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 if they're going to find a way to, to clearly identify uh, gambling money being transferred through PayPal or banks or whatever financial institution, then, of course, they can stop it. But as you say, that's probably going to be very difficult and uh, I mean, how how are they going to deal with with gambling companies that are not located in the U.S., where all people working in it are not located in the U.S.? I mean, we had this situation in Denmark uh, and Scandinavia and most of Europe for a long, long time, where it was it is illegal in Denmark to market any kind of gambling that is not the state gambling. Um, but there are a couple of really big portals in Denmark specifically targeted to Danish users, but the company is outside Denmark, the servers are outside Denmark, and all the people operating it is living outside Denmark. So right now, the, the, the authorities in Denmark don't do anything about that place and other similar places because, I mean, what are they going to do? Um, so I'm just wondering what, what the Americans are going to do. But then again, Americans or American uh, forces have a... Have a, have a history of going pretty radical and things like this when they, when they really want to stop something. You know what I think is going to happen, Michael? I think that the midterm elections are going to get out of the way. This will have won a few votes and lost a few less for uh, certain parties. I also think that once the midterm elections are done, there will be a plan of action that's put together for a longer-term ability to tax 
right into the gambling space. And you know what I feel? The big companies, the little companies, the medium-sized companies, they'll say, hell yeah, if we've got to pay a billion bucks a year in tax to the US government for us to operate and get access to the US marketplace, they'll pay it. So I think it's purely yeah, yeah. political. But I yeah, also of course. Think I mean, the, 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 because the turnovers and the profits in this industry is so huge that even if they have to pay, like you say, billions, they still make billions. <laughs> yeah, you better believe it. I, I, I do believe it was put together and it was put in place, um, although publicly is a, a semi-religious statement for political gain as we come up towards the elections. Remember, the, this literally went through at the very last minute of the very last chance before... Uh, before uh, everything shut down. Um, it will have won some votes, and that can't do anybody any harm if you're in that political party. It, it's, it's going to assist. Will it disappear in time? Yes, I think it will. Um, as to the companies that are still operating them, like I said before, balls are fucking still or very, very, very stupid. Do I think it's right? No, but I earn money out of it, and I'm biased. Um, I think the industry's great. One thing that has to be remembered, though, is that uh, the ideal customer for a gambling company isn't necessarily the winners, but the losers. Poker's slightly different because there's the stake and uh, the rake, rather, that comes from a house. But gambling in general, it's the bookmakers themselves, the, the, the gaming companies, who always win. Now, oh, yeah. gambling <laughs> when you're losing, especially, is an addiction. The Joe Average consumer sitting in his house that wants to partake in a pastime if he has an addiction, is this going to stop it? Well, it didn't work in the 30s in America with alcohol. I can't see this working now. I think there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be going off and signing up for offshore bank accounts, getting themselves a mailing address outside the U.S., but continue to play from home the games that they've been playing for the last few years. I think you're right for, for, for a large portion of, of the users, and the more hardcore users and more experienced users, but I also think that the legislation, like the, 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 the one they're passing now, as, as far as I read it or understand it, uh, will hit a lot of the more mom-and-pop uh, kind of gamblers, and there's a lot of them around. Actually, they're probably the majority. You know, normal, you know, mom and pops that uh, that play just a little bit now and then, but they 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 count for a lot of it. I don't have the numbers. I don't know how 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 much of the of the total gaming is done by by small time players. And and and, but but, Michael, but my guess is it's quite a lot. Michael, I don't have the numbers either, but I do know this: if I want to do something, I fucking will go out and do it. If I think it's wrong and I want to do something, I'll go out and do it. Now, I know, I, I, I do too, but but be realistic, most people are not like you and me. <laughs> I, I disagree. I think that most people will look <laughs> at this legislation. So? I hope not. <laughs> well, I, I hope not too, but, but I think most people look at this legislation and say, you know what, it's like me going at 55 miles per hour in a 50-mile zone. I know I shouldn't do it, but it's not really breaking the law, is it? And that's what no. I think a lot of gamblers in the U.S. will do, especially as this does not say, the legislation does not say that gambling online is illegal. It hasn't changed the ambiguity of the law. The onus falls on the financial institutions to restrict the flow of money. Joe Average, sitting at home, who wishes to have a gamble online, it, does, it is no more illegal today than it was before the legislation. So I think it will be treated like the speed limit. Um, we'll speed a little bit. We know it's against the law, but people still do it, Michael. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big time. 
I just got a small ticket. <laughs> yeah, I, not not, I, not I, that I, I condone speeding, but um, and it was I didn't actually speed that much, and it was a small ticket. 50 yeah, bucks. hey, Mikkel, <laughs> if you broke the law, you're a criminal. And on that I note, know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Having said that, I think we need a, a commercial break and and a small drink, <laughs> and uh, we'll be right back with you in a few minutes. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> now, experience the future of web design and development with a whole new level of efficiency, expressiveness, and simplified workflow. Introducing Studio 8, a compilation of the latest releases from Dreamweaver, Flash Professional, Fireworks, Contribute, and Flash Paper sure to inspire you to create superior online video sites and mobile content. And now, through this exclusive webmasterradio.fm offer, listeners can save a whopping $100 off Studio 8. Visit the online store at adobe.com or contact Adobe Customer Services and provide promo code webmasterradio in order to receive your discount. Studio 8, your way to create. Your web search is over. The always highly ranked SEO rock stars. Guaranteed to be a night filled with great memory. Brad Pitt, member of Sexiest Man Alive. Now he's on the top ugly list. He's number 99, or number 100 on the top 100 unsexiest list that the Boston Globe put out. It's, it's on rumors of, of bad personal hygiene. Yeah, here he stinks. <laughs> yeah. But you gotta hand it to Gilbert Gottfried. He took number one. Oh, yeah, he should. <laughs> SEO Rockstars, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on webmasterradio.fm. Webmasterradio.fm. Log into the lounge and linger. Live, laugh, learn. Now, back to Strike Point, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. And we're back again with StrikePoint, Jason D. and Michael DeMitt. Dave is on vacation, and I'm locked out of the chat room. <laughs> you hit wrong, wrong key, and then you get kicked out. <laughs> I'm trying to get back in, though. Uh, we were just talking about the gambling industry and all the changes due to uh, new legislation in the U.S., so um, I think uh, one thing I'd like just to run up on that is is um, how the whole industry is reacting. Um, I'm seeing a lot of more aggressive deals coming out in the market, especially for those of us working outside the European or outside the U.S. market, because um, at least a bunch of the of the of the gambling companies are almost pulling out of the U.S. market, not signing up new players and stuff like that. And they're looking for new revenues. So if you are working the gambling affiliate deal or, or, or the whole game, uh, you should definitely be looking out for, for some interesting deals at the moment. Oh, there's some amazing deals going out there, Mikkel. If you've got sites that have sign-ups in the gaming industry and those consumers don't come from the U.S., if they do, then you can really go and speak to these gaming companies and because they want your business probably now more than ever. Um, yeah. It's very, very important for But let, let me ask you one question, actually, Michael. Yeah. Um, what about those 
two, three, four major engines, four, four major websites that happen to carry lots of links, admittedly not necessarily affiliate links, to sites that promote and direct to gaming companies. And the four big websites I'm talking about um, are Google, Yahoo, MSN Live, and Ask Jeeves. How are they going to be affected by this legislation? Can they say, hey, we're a computer algorithm? It's not our fault or now, but we're not promoting them, well, but they are. There's the links on there. Are they going to be in breach of this new legislation? They may well, very well be. They've been in other countries. In, in Germany, um, I don't know exactly how it is today, but in Germany just recently, if you searched MSN for casino, there was no results. From really? Germany. Uh, so, so they apparently did filter out uh, some gambling-related stuff inside Germany. Um, they could do the same in the U.S. I mean, they already filter out uh, to some degree, not perfectly, but they do filter out some kind of some 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 sites with child porn and some sites with uh, um, illegal stuff, and, and 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 they should, you know, and 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 if they're forced, so they have the they have the technology to do these kind of filterings, not perfectly, but they do have uh, filtering in place that they can they can sit in, and I'm pretty sure that that. If Google and Yahoo and MSN was uh, was forced by by law in the U.S. to fit out these things, uh, they they could and they would. I, th I think you're right, but I also think they won't do it in a proactive manner. I think they'll wait. No, 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 no. Of course not. Because basically, you know, the the users haven't changed a lot, and as you say, people are still going to be searching for for for, for games, uh, maybe more now than ever. <laughs> because they're looking for ways they can actually play their games. Um, so, so users are going to search for it, and they're going to expect something useful to turn up. And if Google is not going to provide that, if Yahoo is not going to provide that, you know they're going to get disappointed. So, so they're surely not going to like removing it. Uh, but, but uh, they probably will if they <laughs> if they are told to. I, I think you're right. Um, if and when the time comes, I actually can believe that the major engines will fight uh, uh, an injunction, which is the way I guess it would have to go, um, to restrict and adapt their search engine results pages. Um, maybe the search engines can be the guys in the industry, because let's not forget, they are in our industry. They are pinnacle to our industry, and they are the search business. We're on the peripheries. Um, they may be the guys that fight, effectively or not, time will tell, this piece of legislation, because the money that's disappearing um, is going to hit them. Maybe not quite as hard, but it's going to hit them too. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, most of the people's engines don't carry uh, gambling ads anyway, so so they're, they're not going to be affected as, as directly, but, um, but they are going to be affected. It's an indirect manner. If you go to the search engine and you don't have results for the phrase that you query, you will think as a consumer it's a shit engine and take your allegiance somewhere else. So it's not exactly. for those specific phrases. It's for the perception of the quality of the search engine. Exactly. And, and, and the amount of users that do have an interest in, in gambling is so huge that it's a demographic that engines don't want to push out. 
it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a different, totally different issue when it comes to things like child porn, because it's a very, very small demographic, and I don't think any of the Indians really want those kind of bastards anyway. <laughs> so, so kicking them out uh, is not a problem, but kicking out the millions of people that like to play poker online would be a problem. Now, I think you've hit a nail on the head. It's about percentage of users. Now, these stats are completely wrong, I'm sure, but I think I read something like 25% of people in the U.S., adults, I guess, so people over the age of 18, have played um, either once or regularly an online game uh, of some kind or another. When I say game, I'm, I mean gaming, gambling. Quarter of every adult in the U.S. has either once or for in a continued manner gambled online. How can you ignore those sorts of percentages? You, you can't. Yeah, but it, you know, we, we, I mean, there's there's been examples of 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 this in 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 the history of the world, and specifically in the history of of of, of U.S. before where they. They abandoned something that a lot of people were doing, as we all know with the alcohol. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it is, but it is kind of like banning alcohol. Oh, if it, you're, so right, in the 30s there was prohibition, and did people stop drinking? I think they actually went out there and drank more because it was a taboo. It became more of an experience. I, I will tell you that you will see so many people popping up offering mail forwarding services for addresses outside the US, bank accounts for people outside the US, proxy services. So when you go onto a website, you don't appear to come from the US. Why? Purely and simply to fill the void of people gaming from America online. Anyway, we're going on like a madman. I've probably done this one to death and a half, and it's not going to disappear or change necessarily overnight, Nicole. Um, no, and we're probably going to we... talk about it a lot more. <laughs> but let's uh, let's round out this show because we only have a few minutes left, and uh, we wanted to talk about this uh, vulnerability in Internet Explorer. So uh, uh, bring it to us, Jason. Yeah, happily. Um, I covered this on Threadwatch, and I'm just going to try and get the URL, which I don't have to hand here. Um, bear with me just a moment. But what, what, what's happened is I'm sure there's lots of people who program on a client side listening using JavaScript. And the new Web 2.0, I hate that phrase. Um, one of the things that everyone's speaking about is Ajax, a, a synchronous JavaScript and XML, blah, blah, boring, boring, boring. Um, but in practice, one of the ways that it has been used extensively, and one of the great examples that was out there and still is, is Google Maps, maps.google.com, co-uk, wherever you are. It offers you the, func the ability to interact with the page without the URL address bar changing. There's a synchronous request going backwards and forwards between actions that you undertake on that page and uh, the server. And it happens in real time and blah, blah. And it's really great. We, you know, we all love it and think it's a wonderful service, etc. And it's been used for lots of other things. Mashups, as we call them, pulling data in from a site and combining it with something, some other data and uh, bringing it all together for a more fluid, wonderful user experience. But there are security problems with that. Um, when you make requests from one site to another, um, you have the issues um, uh, uh, um, of browser hijacking and various things. So built into the browser are some simple rules that say you can only make a request 
from the domain you're currently onto a page on the same domain. Um, and there's caused problems and people have worked around at a development level um, to bypass some of these issues, but it's not perfect. There's many pages out there. If I run a site on strangelogic.com, I can't go off and grab some data from google.com um, because google.com hasn't given me permission, doesn't provide the data that I'm after in a certain manner, um, and I, I can't do that for them. But this vulnerability has changed all of that. This vulnerability in the browser, which Microsoft is saying isn't a vulnerability in Internet Explorer, by the way, but Outlook Express, um, ha has allowed anybody and everybody, no matter what your site, to get information from another site in the context of the user visiting you. It can be used in nasty, nasty ways. You visit my site, and if you happen to be logged in with a permanent cookie to eBay, I've just stolen your eBay account. If you're logged into your local bank or to PayPal, I could have transferred all the money to me. If you're logged into Google, I could look at your search history and see what you've done. If you're, and so on and so forth. There's a lot of nasty stuff that can be done. But one of the things that can be done is things like automatically digging your website when someone turns up on it. Now let me ask you, Michael. I've heard a rumor that you're not a bad search engine optimizer. Would you like to have a website that every visitor that visits you digs it for you? Yeah, I didn't get the last part. Uh, my, my phone was kind of uh, a little noisy here. Um, so could you repeat the last part? I sure can. Would you like to have a website? Would you like to have the functionality on one of your websites that every individual who visits your site puts it on dig.com for you? Would, would that yes. assist? Of course. <laughs> would you like to know let me ask you this as well would you like to know that every visitor who comes to your website would you like to have a look at their Google search history because of course if you're signed into Google now that search history is there for you to look at yep that would be nice too would you like if you were uh, 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 a naughty um, into fraud, and I'm not saying you'd like this, but do you think there's some people out there that would like to um, have your eBay account to, to use for whatever the means may be? Would you like to know, and so on and so forth, carry on forever. There is no limitation in the amount of user data that you can gather due to this vulnerability. And what's really scary about it is it's so simple. So, so, so simple. It yeah, once you once you uh, once you know that it's there, it's it's simple. But the thing is, with all these hacks, and we've been covering a whole bunch of them in StrikePoint over the time, is that uh, what is not always simple is to figure out that it is there, that the vulnerability or the exploit, whatever word you want, whatever you want to call it, is there. And and that you usually only find out by visiting certain kind of websites, listening to StrikePoint, or wherever you go and pick up these things. Um, because digging out the exploits, finding that that uh, that needle in the haystack is, is, is can be very difficult. <laughs> but uh, it was uh, it was a pleasure as always uh, having you here, and um, it was a real pleasure for me having Jason D here. Thank you for coming today, Jason. Hope Thank you, you for having me. again. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Mikkel. Dave, hope you had a great holiday. Sorry for all the cock-ups. See you next time. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.